Good morning. This is Tony van Niekerk uh, speaking to Nursen Naidu, the Chief Executive of Sunland uh, Investments. Uh, Nursen, thank you very much for talking to me. Good afternoon. Tony, thanks very much for having me on your program. Yes. Nursen, um, sustainable investment, ESGs, all of these sort of things, very much um, uh, an important topic nowadays in all areas of life. And um, from Sunlam's perspective, obviously, um, it is also an important subject. Maybe you can just um, give us a little bit of um, your input as to, you know, on the back of COVID-19, um, how has that influenced uh, impact investing around the world? Sure, Tony. So I think, let, let me start by saying that I I think this topic has been, you know, gaining a lot more airtime and, you know, people have been paying a lot more attention to sustainability in general now for for a while, even before we, you know, we got to, to COVID-19. Um it's probably fair to say to some degree that, you know, if you think about the global landscape uh, leading up to COVID-19, I think the topic of climate change was was starting to get a lot more um, airtime. If you think back to, uh, you know, Greta Thunberg, uh, the young activist girl, uh, you know, raising awareness around climate change. And then you think about some of the things that we saw, you know, around the world. Um, specifically, I think back to, to November 2019 when, say, Mark Square in Venice was underwater. You know, we were becoming a lot more aware of the, um, the sustainability challenges that the world was facing um, for a while now, becoming more highlighted in the last couple of years. Um, but I think a lot more of the focus around the climate change effect. And then we went into, into COVID-19. Um, you know, in my sense of really what happened uh, to COVID-19 is it started, you know, to, to highlight uh, and direct our attention a lot more to the social challenges that, you know, we're facing in the world. Um, you know, because economies effectively shut down, people started losing jobs, companies um, closed down. You know, we, we had a very material economic impact from that. Um, and the spillover of that economic impact was was really into the livelihoods of people and and exacerbated some of the social challenges that we're facing. So so I think, you know, there's been a series of things that have been happening most recently being COVID-19 um, that have certainly started to raise awareness and, and make people much more broadly aware of the need for us to think more seriously about sustainability and um, and to think about how we can address the sustainability challenges that we're facing. Yes. Nelson, uh, um, when it comes to South Africa and, and the greater continent, um, obviously from an investment perspective, I mean, we have loads of other important challenges, etc. What is the appetite like for um, to focus on sustainable investing? I think in South, in South Africa, it's, it's, it's definitely been increasing and, and quite considerably in the last couple of years. You know, if, if I think about um, our engagement with clients and, you know, what clients are demanding of us as asset managers. Uh, I definitely think there's an expectation, you know, that we um, we think a lot more about, you know, impact and, uh, you know, the, the environmental, social and governance factors, uh, ESG in, in the way we invest money. Um, and that's a function of clients, I think, you know, being, being very aware themselves uh, of the challenges that we face. You know, I think retirement funds, uh, have a keen eye on on the on the challenges being faced by their members and uh, and and what needs to be done. And there specifically, I'm talking about you know um, uh, social inequalities, uh, you know housing challenges, healthcare challenges, um, 
educational challenges. You know, there's a number of a number of things that uh, that need to be solved um, in South Africa, and I think there's there's just a generally a growing awareness from um, custodians of capital and allocators of capital that you know we have a we have a far greater responsibility now um, in deploying capital to try and, and and solve some of those challenges. You know, on the broader African continent, you, you know, I think there's been a number of uh, of development finance institutions quite actively involved in, uh, in in impact investing in Africa for a long time now. Uh, a number of those are also European-based DFIs who've, who've been focusing on deploying capital into emerging markets, uh, you know, and, and raising awareness uh, around the need um, to focus on impact, uh, you know, to to make sure that you know Africa has a bright future ahead of it. So, so certainly, I think the the awareness around it has raised, and the appetite for it is is definitely, you know, a lot more than what it used to be, and I think it's just going to increase, you know, over the over the foreseeable future. Yes, I mean, we we also talk about for good investing um, because you know, looking for more uh, a further outcome than just investment return. So. What do you think needs to happen for, um, you know, that focus on the for good to really accelerate across the continent? I, I think the, the, the first thing is, uh, you know, we need to raise awareness a lot more um, because I think, I think for a large part, you know, uh, a lot of the, the discussion around um, sustainable, sustainable investing or impact investing or ESG, um, you know, really, really sometimes seems to be uh, throwing around of buzzwords. Um, so, I, and, and I think along with that comes the very common misperception that, you know, if you focus on um, impact investing, which is really the investing for good, uh, that you potentially end up in a, in a scenario where you're trading off your financial returns for, for doing that good. Um, and that's not actually the case, you know, and, and I, th- I think until we raise the level of awareness and education around the fact that uh, you can invest for impact and do good, and at the same time, still get the you know the required financial returns. Um, you know, people will still shy away from it, and, and you won't get that uh, that momentum that you need to to accelerate it. So, so from my perspective, you know, I think the the key thing that that needs to change is you know raising the awareness around the fact that um, you can still achieve the financial returns that you're looking for if you're investing for impact and doing good, um, and that it's not a trade off between saying you know if I do good, I lose my financial returns. Once, once we get a, a cultural of people who start to understand that, I think we'll, we'll start to accelerate the flow of capital into the space. Yeah, so if we go past that then and we start accelerating or get past the buzzwords, et cetera, and real, we get real commitment, by sort of, let's say, 2030, what would you um, envisage the investment world looking like? Um, what, what would have changed? Yeah, I think so, so there, look, I think I'd be bold to... Um, to to put out a clear view of what it was, but I I think there's a there's a different way of thinking about it. Uh, you know the UN the UN in 2015 uh, outlined the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the 17 uh, Sustainable Development Goals that you know the they challenged really I think uh, the collective humanity to achieve by the year 2030. Um, and if you look at those 17 sustainable development goals and what they what they ask us to deliver on uh, by 2030, I think you know they they're very aspirational. We've we've got a long way to go in terms of achieving that. It's it's still relatively early days. We've got another 10 years. Um, there's significant amounts of capital, you know, from from all 
sectors of the world uh, and, and, and industries that need to be mobilized, you know, towards achieving those goals. Um, but if the and, and the investment community, you know, has a, has a very meaningful role to play um, in that in mobilizing capital. So so if you ask me where I'd like to see it, you know, I think um, ideally and first prize, I'd love to see us achieve those 17 year sustainable development goals and the and the objectives that they set out, you know, in terms of, you know, no, no poverty, no hunger, um, supporting life on land and below oceans, climate change, uh, decent work and economic growth, gender equality, you know, there's, there's a whole, there's a whole raft of them. If we can achieve um, the, the milestones that set out by those goals, I think we would have, we would have done an, an amazing job. But even if we can make, you know, very material and significant progress towards them, I think, uh, um, you know, the investment community would have come a long way and the world would have gone a long way to, to, to being a more sustainable place. Mm. Are there any sort of um, examples, inspirational examples, um, that you could perhaps mention from, you know, globally or locally, um, other asset managers, etc., where they've achieved some really good uh, um, goals with sustainable investment? Yeah, for, for us, um, that's definitely Rebecca. You know, uh, Rebecca are an asset manager, and, and you may you may have seen that we, we recently announced a partnership uh, with them. Um, you know, and we thought when we thought about you know our journey as an asset manager and where we wanted to go through from here, um, we we realized that for us to you know to to really meaningfully uh, contribute to the sustainability agenda um, and do so soon we needed to find uh, a partner you know who had walked this journey for a while and could could help us in doing that um, and we looked around and, and and came across rebecca you know rebecca have been focusing on sustainable investing practices uh, since the 90s already so you know they've been doing it for more than 20 years um, they've got uh, a fantastic track record of doing it you know significant assets under management in the space um, very passionate about doing good and making a difference to the world. Uh, so we, we felt from a, a values perspective um, quite aligned with us. They built up, you know, very uh, sizable and, uh, and and strong content bank, you know, to, to help um, raise the levels of awareness, educate, you know, staff and clients, you know, around sustainability and, and what's needed. Um, and also have got very sophisticated platforms in-house that allow, you know, allow them to measure um, and report back to their clients and stakeholders the real impact that they are making, you know, with their investment. So, you know, if you talk about something simple like um, climate change, you know, um, these these platforms allow them to report back to their to their client base um, from the way they've invested their clients' money. What is the actual measurable impact they are making on client change? For instance, in you know reducing carbon emissions. So, you know, the partnership will give us uh, access to, to their expertise, their platforms, their research um, to help us fast track our own business and be able to provide similar for our clients and stakeholders in South Africa. Yeah. So um, just looking at um, what we've spoken about now and coming back to closer to the ground with the financial advisors and um, advising their clients and talking to clients also about these uh, the sustainable investment issues. Um, what would you say to financial advisors in terms of in terms of building sustainability in, into how they consult with clients and communicating that message? So, so I think there's a there's a perception that um, you know financial advisors and and retail clients um, 
generally care less about sustainability than, than for instance, institutional investors. Um, I don't necessarily believe that's true. You know, I think uh, I think anybody who's, uh, you know, come through COVID-19, who's thinking about the world that we're living in now, um, you know, must be thinking about sustainability. Anyone who has children uh, must be thinking about sustainability. So, so I think sustainability um, and a sustainable world is on the minds of, uh, you know, many, many people out there. Uh, I think the, you know, to go back to a point I made earlier, there is this myth uh, that that people fall back onto that you know if you if you start thinking about how to incorporate sustainability into your investment decisions, um, that you you give up financial return and that ultimately you know everyone is only in it for financial return. Um, but I think if 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 from a financial advisor perspective, you know, um, start working with and partnering with asset managers who take sustainability more seriously, that will that will help you raise your level of awareness around it. Um, it will put you in a better position to advise your clients, um, specifically, you know, those who are, are um, particularly now more interested in, in contributing to, to the agenda, you know, partnering, partnering with an asset manager who's, um, who's taking it seriously, who can help you with um, educational materials to uh, upskill yourself or your clients uh, if, if need be, and then equip you, you know, with the tools to help you advise those clients as to how to manage their investments and contribute to to a sustainable agenda, but at the same time to give them confidence and comfort um, that they aren't paying away any of their financial returns, you know, to do that. Um, so that that's how I think financial advisors should be thinking about it now. Yeah, I mean we we've got such a great opportunity in South Africa. You know, the, the need is great, and um, when one starts thinking holistically about every financial decision that you make, um, this is another great building block towards contributing to a better society. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. So, Nizam, thank you so much for those um, comments. I think it will go a long way to assisting in terms of understanding a bit more as to what the mission is with sustainable investment. So, thank you very much. And thanks for what uh, Sunlam is doing towards improving um, our environment. Thanks, Tony. And thanks for the opportunity to chat to you today. I really appreciate it.